Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, KCF Conversations. Today I'm uh, joined by Amber Jensen. Amber, thanks for joining us here. No problem. All right, so uh, Amber has been a member of Kitsap CrossFit for uh, quite a long time. How long, when did you start here? Ooh, I don't know what year, but I'm gonna say like six years. Six, yeah. it's gotta have been longer than that. Maybe seven years then. Wait, this is, two, this is almost 2020. You guys were here before we, before, when we went to regionals, right? No. Oh, you weren't? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I thought you were here then. No. Okay. At any rate, you've been here six going on probably seven years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and over the time that you've been here, um, your entire family, yes. your entire immediate family, you, Jerry, your husband, and all three of your kids uh, have come through our program. They've, you know, they were in kids class. <laughs> they've come to teens class. Yes. You guys have done everything we've ever offered as far as our group classes, weightlifting. Okay, well, maybe Jerry didn't do so much weightlifting, no. but you've done a ton of our weightlifting and lots shoes. of other stuff. He does have the shoes, <laughs> <laughs> but, but he hasn't participated that much. But, um, but even before that, what did, you do, um, what did you do for fitness before you came to Kitsap CrossFit? Okay, um, almost nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> That's very honest. Uh, running, I did some running, um, and that's what I had started. That's what I was doing before we came, or I came here to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Jerry had done some CrossFit before you Jerry guys came here. Jerry did CrossFit, okay. yeah. He and, did across the water. Right, over at Edmonds, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And was that what uh, got you to come here and start here? Yes. Okay. It was him. He started out in Edmonds. Um, he loved it, um, but for me, it just didn't sound appealing, something he, like, you know, this is awesome. I want you to try it. Um, but before, backtrack, um, what even made me start to do anything at all was um, so me and Jerry were uh, married back in uh, 1999 and we had a son a family our little family and um, when he was about two and a half years old he passed away that's huge that's oh, a I can huge imagine. thing I can for any parent to have to um, to take on and I think I was only 20 at that time. Okay. So 20 year old, losing a baby. Right. That was a lot. Um, but and this was in Arizona? No, was this that? was here. We were living here. Oh, it was here. here. Oh, okay. We okay. were living here. And um, we did okay. We survived that shock, trauma, yeah. that trauma, everything. Um, and, you know, I had my dad living up here with us because he was uh, dealing with alcoholism and we were trying our hardest to get him off of it um, and so we went to rehab a few times and um, and we were struggling to to get him through the doors and he went through the doors and he was accomplishing everything um, but home just kept calling him so he went back to Arizona and, um, and that was the last time I seen him he was um, got in a vehicle with his brother who was driving drunk and they were both killed oh my gosh so that trauma was something I couldn't handle that was too much for me at that point um, was a time where I had had enough that's what the straw that broke the camel's back um, went into a really 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 deep depression I had two babies I had Cody and Maya they're both babies they're only a year apart um, and the one that passed away was it was they was he younger he was the oldest he was the oldest okay yeah so after because David was only nine, nine months got it when, okay. when his brother passed away um, and then I was, um, we got pregnant with Cody, and then Maya was a surprise, and then my dad passed away. Um, so I think I spent the better part of that year in bed, 
literally in bed. Um, I had my sister come so that she can help me with the kids. Um, I had, um, thankfully, she was able to come help me and because she was still young herself. Um, but uh, through that time, um, trying to figure out, you know, okay, we need to get out of this depression. We need to try to get you to be back to being a mom again. We need to figure out what we can do to make you normal because at that point I wasn't. So, um, and my body hurt a lot. Just, yeah, I was just hurting all over. Being in bed just being in bed and, and not absolutely. doing anything. So I went to see this doctor here in Palsbo and, um, and she had diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. And so it was nice to know that there was something that was wrong with me that could possibly be fixed. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so she fixed me with medication, which I never had medication before. Not, well, narcotics, the heavy uh-huh. stuff, the, okay. g- the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for somebody like me at that time in my life, everything went away. My sadness went away. The, 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 my inability to get up and move was gone. I was doing things. I was being a mom again. I was being a wife again. I was doing everything that I was um, supposed to be doing. Um, and I didn't know that there was a danger, a dangerous flaw right. in that. Um, so I kept seeing her, kept taking my medication, kept feeling great. Everything was going good. I thought, fast forward a couple of years, um, I didn't know that your body adapts to it like right. that. And, uh, and I was getting out of control with it too because every time I started feeling sad, every time I started coming down, every time I started feeling tired or lazy, I would just take more and more to the point where um, I put myself in a really dangerous predicament. And I went to Jerry and I let him know um, and uh, he told me you need to go get help or I can't be married to you anymore. So call my family again. Again, my sister came to take care of the kids, checked myself into a rehabilitation center. And um, when I got out, I was back to being sad. I was back to sleeping. I was back to not wanting to move. I was back to just life was, there was nothing there for me. Mm, Just rehashing everything, all the emotions that I had bottled up for so many years were just coming out. And all I could do was just cry and be sad. And I hated that. And uh, Jerry, my sweet husband, <laughs> said, you know, there's an addiction. You are an addict. Your dad was an addict. You have a lot of ad- addiction in your family. That's something that you just have to admit to. Um, but don't run away from it. Find something healthy. Like, let's start running. Let's start doing something together. And so him and I just started, because honestly, I could not run down the street without running out of breath mm-hmm. and just being tired and you know losing motivation but that's what we started with just running down the street and back and he was like set up a goal like do a mile like make your goal a mile and that's what I did I made one mile my goal and then two miles and then three miles and I was running in the winter time and I was running in the snow and he was so right that that addictive personality kicked in but for something good for some yeah right and uh, and I ran my first half marathon which was a huge accomplishment and um, after this, he stopped running, by the way. He, <laughs> he got you to he, run, and yes, he's like, I'm he done. he quit on me after Mission that accomplished. Mile. <laughs> after a mile, he was done. <laughs> but he had found his own thing. Somebody had told him about CrossFit, which was fairly new at right. many, many years ago. 
um, he was he was telling me he came home. He was like, "Oh man, like these people are hanging upside down and they're doing push-ups, <laughs> and you know all of these things, and I couldn't keep up, and I was running out of breath, and I'm like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> 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 you do that, I'm gonna keep running." But he kept asking me to come join with him, and I didn't want to go all the way to Edmonds. Right. And he was like, well, I found a gym in Paulsbo. Um, I think that it would be accommodating. Why don't you just go in and talk to them? I, th- I called them already. Um, let's just go check it out. I said, okay, I'll check it out with you. So I came in here and walked their doors, and you're the first person I've seen. And I seen somebody up on the <laughs> Some, rings. Somebody hanging upside somebody down. Somebody <laughs> on the rings. Had done, must have done a ring muscle-up. Um, but I walked through the doors, and um, we signed up that day. And... And I started, and um, it was a whole bunch of people, and we all got in a big circle, and um, and it was kind of like a, it was a wonderful feeling to have people um, be nice, introduce <laughs> themselves, and you know, be happy for you to do a silly warm up or you know accomplish something here in the gym that you're so new to and you didn't think that you'd be able to complete. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. So. So how were those, <clears throat> as far physically, how were those early days for you coming in and, and doing some of these workouts? Um, they were hard. I, even though I ran, it was still really, really hard to come in because the movements you do here in the gym, weightlifting, um, you know, um, burpees and box jumps, all of that is new. Right. I mean, you do these things when you're a little kid, but when you're an adult, all of that is gone. You forget how to do just the basic stuff, you know, that you did for fun when you were little. So, yeah, it was really, I thought it was hard. Uh-huh. But it was also, <clears throat> to accomplish it was wonderful feeling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, that's a sense of accomplishment. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to explain to people. Like, people understand, like, oh, I'm going to come in and I'm going to improve my fitness and health. But what people don't understand is the, the deeper, um, success that people have it's not just physically like i'm gonna lose weight or i'm gonna gain muscle or i'm gonna get stronger or faster but there's a there's a deeper level of accomplishment that occurs you can't really explain to someone until they actually actually experience it yeah um so kind of backing up even more you're you you alluded to that you grew up in arizona Mm -hmm. right okay and so can you tell us a little bit about your your heritage and your background i am navajo um grew up on the navajo reservation um, with a huge family. I come from a huge grandma and grandpa on both sides. Um, lots of uncles and aunts. Um, so, yeah. I didn't think it was rough until you move off the reservation <laughs> and then you realize, wow, that was really rough. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was some rough living. But and that's, you, you met Jerry down there and mm-hmm. then you guys moved up here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, you had mentioned this already. So, uh, you talk about how Jerry had said that you know you have uh, an addiction, uh, and that you're, you're there's a lot of a, a addiction in your family, and unfortunately, that's a reality in the Native American community. There is a lot of addiction. There is a lot of chronic illness and disease uh, in the Native American uh, culture, not culture, but uh, currently uh, among that group, and a lot of it is um, a lot of it's lifestyle related, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I see you posting on Facebook a lot about, about your heritage, but also about your health and the active steps that you're taking to be a healthier person. So what, is it, what does it mean to you to be Navajo, uh, but also 
to be someone who's who's actively taking steps to try to avoid that lifestyle or that the the results of that of the lifestyle um, when I write on my posts and I say I'm proud it's because when you grow up on the reservation there is not a lot of pride at least for my generation there wasn't a lot of pride that existed you didn't have people um, telling you you did a good job you didn't have teachers who were encouraging you you didn't have um, Navajo culture is a very um, oh, how can I describe this um, if you did something if you messed up you would be told do it again you know digis nana which means pretty much saying stupid do it again <laughs> <laughs> so I don't ever remember um, I don't ever remember having very much of that encouragement of um, you know we had sports um, my sister joined track in high school but uh, my parents never went to any of her games or any of that they never made her um, feel like you know what she was doing was wonderful mm -hmm. we just know she ran I tried it but I just again I wasn't a runner and I just never could <laughs> um, so what that means to me is is to feel proud is because um, what you see on the reservation is alcoholism. What you see on the reservation is poverty. What you see on the reservation is um, families, broken families. Um, I didn't grow up with athletes. You know, I didn't grow up with like um, the Navajo Times. Never showed this is who you know is doing what in this sport. This is who's doing what in this sport, and they're accomplishing it. That's not that's not what I saw ever. So for me to do to be here and to do the things that I'm doing, it makes me feel really proud because that's something you just don't see. Yeah. At least where I come from, at all. So. Have you been able to inspire anyone else to kind of take a different direction with their with their health and wellness and fitness? Um, not anybody that's come to me has said anything. Uh, my mom did. She's joining. She's joined a gym down there awesome. at, at the um, on the reservation. Um, now but you brought in your niece. I and, brought in my and niece and nephew. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's she'll she'll text me and say I need to get back into the gym. <laughs> I'm feeling very blah. I'm like okay, we'll get to the gym. Um, yeah, I I would hope I do um, inspire. I have a lot of cousins online and and I hope that they. I mean, they see my posts and they say that's a great job. Right. Um, and I think. Um, no, I'm not going to say it's because of me, but I'm starting to see more and more posts of my family doing things like, you know, running or changing oh, their great. diet, um, trying some clean, you know, clean eating. And um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's because of me, but I'm sure <laughs> it's it a is. Change. I'm sure, I'm there sure there's some, some inspiration happening there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, what about your, what about your kids? Like we said, you're both, all three of your, your kids have, have been members here. Uh, both, um, well, I, Maya started in our kids program. I don't, I think, was Cody in our kids program? Mm -hmm. Cody was mm -hmm. in the kids program. David was always teens, Wait. right? But then they've all gone through now our teens program. David's graduated yeah. and off doing his own <laughs> thing now, but uh, we still have Cody and Maya coming in and doing the teens group, which is awesome. Uh, what does it mean to you to have your kids involved in this? I am thankful that we found this place. And one of the biggest reasons is because 
because of the addiction that I understand coming from where I come from, I know what's in my kids. I know that, that's what my mom said. She says, you, you, you have addiction and it runs through your veins. Your dad was an alcoholic. Both your grandpas were alcoholics. Your grandmas were even alcoholics. So it's, it's there. And, um, and she always talked about breaking the cycle. She said, if you marry somebody who's gonna be like your dad, then you're just gonna end up in the same right. cycle that I'm in. And it's gonna be abuse and alcoholism, abuse and alcoholism. So it's gotta be one of you girls. I have five sisters, four sisters. It's gotta be one of you girls who has to be the one to break this cycle. Um, and so I look at it like um, I don't want my children to, um, because they're susceptible, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, right. um, that I give them a healthy outlet and something that they could um, feel good about themselves doing. And um, like, you know, they come, they go, they come, they've got mm-hmm. school projects, so they've got other things that they do, so sometimes they drop out, but. Um, when they're not doing anything at home, um, both of them will be like, oh, man, we haven't done anything. <laughs> I'm feeling really awful. Can you sign us back up for CrossFit? That makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel proud as a mom. That's like, okay, good. That seed has been planted yeah. for them to, to continue down a healthy way of living and healthy way of being. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so one thing that... One thing that I love about your family, one thing that I think that makes your family unique, uh, I've never seen a family that not only accepts but seeks out challenges like you guys do. Like I've seen every single one of you sign up for things and put your name on the dotted line to go participate or compete in something that most people wouldn't do. And frankly, sometimes you guys sign up for things that I'm thinking, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, (laughs) you shouldn't do, and then you guys just go and do it and survive, Survive, right? And you come back and you're right back in the gym within a day or two. Or, you know, I think about Cody when he was, when he was running cross country and Mm -hmm. he ran that marathon. (laughs) Most cross country coaches would have lost their minds had they heard one of their athletes was running a marathon during the season. Where does that come from? Where, Where does that spirit of just like, yep. I'll take that challenge on. Where does that come from? Um, man, I think Is it a new thing? Is it something that started since you started here? Or did you, was there a history of that before? Is it from Jerry? I'm going to say, ah. no, not from Jerry. <laughs> it's not from Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. I tried. <laughs> I tried to throw you a bone. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's both. Um, I think it's Cody's will to prove himself um, and my and prove myself as as well. You know, I was thinking on the way here is um, there was a great deal of pain coming here, a great deal of pain when I walked through those doors. I didn't sh- I don't show it, I don't share it, I didn't share it with anybody. You mean now or when you first started? When I first started. When you first started, yeah. There was a great deal of pain, a lot of baggage I was coming through the doors with, and. Um, and when I got here, it wasn't for me. It wasn't making friends. For me, it wasn't trying to um, prove myself in any kind of way. Um, you know, being the fastest or the strongest or anything like that. For me, it was unloading all of this hurt. For me, it was unloading all of this baggage. For me, it was unloading all of this pain that I was carrying around that I didn't know that I had so deep seated inside of me. 
So when I walked through those doors and I was able to do that, I was able to just run and push my body to the point of breaking um, and still be able to pass that mm-hmm. mental state where you right. want to quit. You, you're done. <laughs> you're completely done. And you just want to lay on the ground and, and do the, the bacon sizzle. To be able to say, nope, you've got this. You've survived so much more. You can keep doing this. And to be able to do that and prove to yourself um, that you're capable of it and to unload all of that here um, has definitely been one of those times where um, it's you're proving yourself. So I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can sign up for something something ridiculous and, and know that I can accomplish it. Um, and I think Cody has that same mindset and Maya just follows and so, <laughs> is that, you know, I can, I can accomplish that. I can do that. Right. You know, you tell me, no, no, I'm going to show you that I can. Mm. I think, I don't know. I was, I was pregnant with Cody when, um, when we were going through the loss of my son. And uh-huh. I, and I wonder if any of that has an effect on him and how he is now as a kid. Right. Um, you know, because of all the sadness that I carried with me. Mm-hmm. And now I've got this kid who's just he's rambunctious and he's got to prove himself to mom all the time, which is good. Mm-hmm. can keep proving himself to me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that, um, I'm happy that he has this outlet and that I have this outlet that our whole family has this outlet right. of release. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, the the bad times have not stopped coming. They're still <laughs> happening in our in our family, um, so it's really good to come here and have that release. Yeah, you know, I think that's really important to recognize too. Is that um, it's not about sitting back and waiting or hoping or wishing or whatever that the that the bad things will stop happening. It's about learning how to manage and cope with those things, knowing that they are coming, and knowing that you have a positive outlet to help you kind of cope and manage with those things. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really powerful. Um, Well, not only do you come in here and and compete in the gym, like the sport of fitness, but you do CrossFit, but, and you've also competed in CrossFit competitions, but you've also put yourself out there even more and gotten really involved with the sport of weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting, right? The clean and jerk and the snatch. What, what sparked that? What, I mean, cause that's like, you know, there's one thing to go to a CrossFit competition where there's you and uh, 30, 40 other people all working out at the exact same time. And you're sort of an introverted person, mm-hmm. right? Which I hear. I don't see it that much. But <laughs> I hear you're an introverted person. But you put yourself into a sport where you're the only person. There's almost a spotlight on you and everyone's watching you perform solely by yourself. What, what sparked that? Um, I didn't put myself in that. <laughs> I didn't. Who did? You, I, me? You guys pulled the chair up. I remember when I was not signed up to do any competitions of any or any only meets and said, okay, it's just three judges and three you coaches put your chairs. And I said, okay, now lift. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it took? That's all it took. I'm like, okay, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, when I came in here, um, you guys had a pretty healthy Oli class. Yeah, Mindy was here, and mm-hmm. she she ran a pretty good program. Yep. And so I remember seeing, well, backtrack many, many years ago, I seen the sport in a magazine somewhere. I picked up a, a magazine when I was young, and I remember seeing these um, weightlifters, and they were doing snatches and, you know, clean and jerks, and they just had those 
really pretty colorful <laughs> weights on the bars and they were lifting just you know I don't know the way they looked and I thought man that is so cool and then I seen it again a few years later on TV for Olympi the Olympics, the Olympics yeah. yeah and that was so awesome to see um, and that kind of sparked my interest but again there was no way or to find some place to do that or anything so um, you know I never seeked further um, interest in that um, but when I came in here and you had the women back here and they were snatching big weights and they're clean and jerking big weights I had seen what I had remembered seeing when I was young so that was I wanted to do that I wanted to to try that um, and to come back here and lift just the 30 I think I tried to 33 pound bar with nothing on it and I could not get my I could not get it over my head without being super <laughs> awkward and, and wanting to fall forward. And so I thought, oh my gosh, that's, I'll never be able to do that ever. And now not only are you able to do that, but you, you've literally traveled around the country yeah. doing it, right? You've gone yes. down to Vegas and where else Reno. have you, Reno, mm -hmm. where else have you competed? And, and then all over here. the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All over yeah. Uh, Washington or mm -hmm. Western Washington. Western Washington, so, yes. Yeah. But you've competed at, you know, local meets, you've competed at national level meets, you've competed at national level masters meets um, and, and have done pretty well for yourself, right? I mean, yes. that 33 pound bar ain't nothing but a warm up now, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, agree. So, um, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of folks look at this and a lot of folks would come from similar backgrounds where, where they've had difficult things that they've managed in their lives or gone through in their lives and they thought, I, I don't know what to do. I, I need to do something, but I certainly can't do that stuff because it's crazy. Um, and you sort of came from that same thing. Like you said the same thing to Jerry. You're like, yeah, it sounds like I'm glad you're having fun with it, but it's not for me. What would you say to someone who's in that situation right now? Um, take a chance on it. It's, um, and for me also, it was I'm like, I don't want to pay that money, Jerry, because I'm cheap. <laughs> I really didn't want to pay that kind of money to do it. Um, but fast forward now to where I am and who I am. It's everything's been well worth it because I took a chance on walking through those doors. Um, my whole life changed, literally. I, I cannot say where I would be. I'm sure running would have gotten old. It did for my knee. It started to get old for my knee. So eventually I probably would have stopped running. And if I stopped running, I would have been back at home doing what? Probably nothing. Guarantee it. And yeah. I don't know if I would have regressed at that point. But because I walked through the doors and I found a community that, um, that was loving and supportive, you know, and, uh, and encouraging, um, it's kept me moving forward and continuously moving forward. Um, so taking a chance on yourself and, and making a bet for your health is it's a good one. Yeah. I, uh, I am truly grateful. I am truly, truly grateful for the people, for the people in this gym. Um, I, it's funny, I was talking to my mom and I was like, you know, there are people in the gym that normally outside I would never be friends <laughs> with, you know, but here in the gym, you get to know somebody and aside from religion and politics, the two big right. no-nos, you get to know somebody just for who they are. Yeah and they end up being the absolute best people that you have ever met. Um, 
And so I love the slogan, community through fitness, because we come in here, we get fit, but there is a loving and supportive community here. Um, and so whether you're the last one, which I used to be, the last one coming through the doors or finishing on a wad, um, nobody's judging you. Mm-hmm. Everybody is clapping for you and yelling your name and saying, you can do it, you can do it, you're capable of it. And yeah. That's cool. Well, um, what's your, what do you feel like is your greatest accomplishment so far in your, at your time doing CrossFit? The Oli. The weightlifting? The weightlifting, okay. yeah. That has to be my biggest accomplishment. I love them both. I right. said it. I love CrossFit and I love Olympic lifting and they both, and doing them both, they both um, are, I mean, I'm not progressing in either one. Yeah, well, you are too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still hitting PRs. Yeah. You're, you're progressing. I mean, <laughs> if you stopped doing CrossFit and only did Oli, would your lifts go up significantly? They probably would. Yeah. But would you be happy doing no. just that? No. And that's what's most important, yeah. right? I mean, your goal isn't to be a world champion per no. se, right? So you're progressing. You're definitely <laughs> progressing. Okay. So then that leads me to the next question. What are you looking forward to? What, what do you, what's your next goal? What's the next thing you want to check off the block? Like, I want to I wanna accomplish this. I think we already accomplished so much yeah but there's a always ma- more right a marathon would have been my checklist yeah honestly i've never ran one and i tried for the palsbo hat the marathon that they did here in palsbo and i had to cut it short i could only do half was that because your knee mm-hmm. yeah and so that definitely would have been on my checklist for the one thing that i have not done yet and we did it we the 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 roots rock around the clock mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, i did the 55k so Okay, that well, that's good. No, that's, it is. It's that awesome. Is a huge but I want to know what you want to do next year. Oh, um, What's coming up next year that you're like, this is on my to-do list? Hmm. Oh, the AO3 with Kim. Okay, some more weightlifting. Sarah. American Open, yeah. Is that in Vegas again? It's in Vegas. Okay. You. Oh, me. Oh, yes. I got roped into this. <laughs> <laughs> Carol. Um, oh, yeah. Let's start calling some people yeah. out. There we go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll get, uh, we, Brandy, we'll get some of the, get some of the um, teens in there, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They need to get get the teens in here and start lifting some weights. Brandy Morgan, uh-huh. as in Dr. Brandy mm-hmm. Morgan. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else can do that? Yeah, we need to get Ricky and some of those. Did you call Ricky out? I did not call Ricky. You should call cross, Ricky out. He's a CrossFitter. He's a CrossFitter, but he lifts weights. He's t- he did a weightlifting meet. Did he really? He did do a weightlifting meet, yep, at Industrious, so we could huh. call him out. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody talks a lot of trash about Oli. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so he's done it. That'll be fun. That's my, that's AO, AO3. AO3 in, in, in Vegas in September. Mm-hmm. You heard it. You just got called out. So you better start <laughs> lifting some weights. I got to get my anybody, shoulder working again. Anybody, really. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there, that's funny because there's a lot of girls who come back here and they're like, um, I can't lift that. And it's like, neither could I. Right. But I am now. And you just have to dedicate yourself. And yeah, like, I mean, oh, we I could never do a meet. Neither did I. Right. And go speak to Dan and he'll get a couple of coaches and they'll sit <laughs> yeah. in front of you. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, if I would have known it was that simple to just pull a chair in front of someone and I could get them to sign up for a meet, I'd have done it to everyone. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for, for spending time uh, with us today. Uh, there's some, I actually learned some stuff about your story. There's some parts about your story that I didn't, that I wasn't aware of. Uh, and so it's even more meaningful to me, um, that you've been here with us as long as you have, and that this has had such a positive impact on your life and, uh, on your immediate family, on your family's lives, your, your children and, and your husband. And, uh, 
We absolutely appreciate uh, having you all here. Um, I love sitting back, even though sometimes I'm th shaking my head, I love <laughs> sitting back watching you guys all just take on challenges and, and things that most people wouldn't, wouldn't think to do. Yeah. So cool, keep doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, I yes. appreciate it. You know, and also, I know I talk about the kids a lot and our family in general, but there are a lot of husbands and wives who come in here and they do date night power hour, but they're, or they're in here working out together. Um, and I think that that has been a huge um, building block for me and Jerry's marriage is <coughs> coming in here and working out together and being healthy together, yeah. healthy mind, healthy body, our spirits are healthy. It makes for a stronger marriage. It truly does, for, yeah. in my opinion, because, you know, it's, um, you're, you're letting your frustrations out, but, and you're also accomplishing something that's good and healthy you go home mm -hmm. and you feel good yeah so. you know i mean there's something to be said for when you whether whatever it is what it's a trying time like you know like the passing of your son mm -hmm. uh or it's something significant way less significant but just going through a really hard workout but when you go through something challenging you grow from that yes. right and so that's my belief with starting the the teens and parents uh classes i mean we're going to do one coming up here soon I'd like for that to become a more regular thing because you know they say that you form strong bonds when you eat meals together regularly. And I believe that we could push that even further if we get families to work out really, really hard together and go through really hard, hard times, if you will. Uh, I believe that those bonds will be even stronger. And I, I, we know that it's true for, for marriages. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. It's, it is really cool when you sit back and look at all the, uh, all the couples that are here and how, how they've grown and developed. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Thank I need a big hug. That was awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And uh, look forward to seeing you around the gym. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs>